0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Diaries of a Homosexual. Just to let you know, I'm going to be uploading on Mondays now because with school approaching, I feel like that's going to be a lot more manageable and I want to make sure that you get your episode every week without fail. And that is my goal, okay? Rain or shine, if I'm on my deathbed, I will try and get it out, okay? Today, I... I have a couple of stories that all happened this year. Two of them happened um, within the past two days. And they're honestly, they're quite hilarious. And then one of my friends, who I've talked about in the other episode, reminded me of a time in middle school from the last episode of embarrassing middle school stories. And she wanted me to talk about it today. So I'm definitely going to do that. And yeah, these stories are all over the place, but they are all so funny, okay? Now, the first story that I was told to talk about today is my fifth grade marriage to, we're gonna call her Morgan, okay? Now, your boy was not always fruity, okay? I was married in fifth grade. The girl who I got married to was... My best friend at the time, we're still like amazing friends now, literally love her. But yeah, it was really, it was really a bonding experience for us. So it all started off kind of earlier in the year, you know, everyone had kind of been putting us together and saying like, oh, like you guys should just date. And we were all both kind of like, oh, well, like, yeah, kind of whatever. And so eventually we got convinced to get married And we're like, okay, sure, sounds amazing. So during lunch, uh, I sat with the boys and we had our bachelor party at like the table. And then the table across from us was the bachelorette party. And that's where all the girls were. And we literally had like, we're sharing food, which was like bad, but we thought it was so cool. We're like having a great time. And then a priest walks in. And he comes and he sits at our table at the bachelor party and he just goes, hey, how's it going? What's going on? Now, this priest is not my favorite. I have met a lot of priests growing up in 11 years of Catholic school, and this was this priest was just not it. He, he was a very interesting guy. Let me know if you want to hear more stories about him, because actually, I have a lot of priest stories. Now that I think about it, which is probably not good. But yeah, so he sat down at the table and he's just like, oh, like what's going on? And I, I literally, I don't remember what happened, but I was laughing like uncontrollably. And you know, when you're laughing so hard that like your jaw literally hurts, your cheeks hurt, your like eyes are watering. So he sits down in the middle of this like laugh attack and he's like, wondering why I'm laughing so hard and then everyone else was laughing hard and so he thought it was like because of him and so he was like getting like really like you could tell he was getting pissed off right and I I couldn't stop laughing and so one of my friends across from me goes oh yeah this is his bachelor party we're getting married in gym class next period and the priest is just like oh okay that's like a little strange you know and like I I, I don't know what he was thinking, but he just, he kind of left after that. And, like, I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know what it was. The girls at the table next to us had kind of, like, seen this going on. They, like, came over to us and they were like, oh, like, why did he come and do that? And we were like, mm, I don't know. So next period comes, you know, the bell rings. We get dim- dismissed table by table, which was so annoying. And, you know, we go into the change room. Um, Yes, this was the same change room with the pee ball but today they did not do that because it was my wedding day, and it was a very special day for me and my future wife, Morgan. We get changed, we walk down the hall and like go into gym class, and our teacher's like, okay, we're playing floor hockey today. I hate floor hockey because you have to wear like, they always made you wear these goggles, which is like, I get it, like safety, whatever. it was so annoying because I looked so stupid and then I had like, it would get all foggy and then I couldn't see. And so I was always jealous of the kids who wore glasses because they didn't have that problem. They didn't have to wear goggles. Anyways, he split the class up into like two sections. So one was sitting off like on the stage in the gym while the other teams were playing. Me and Morgan were on different teams. And so I was playing while she was like, on the stage, we got our friend James, we're gonna call him James, he was the one who was going to officiate the wedding, okay, so he printed off this, like, sermon and, like, wedding thing, and, like, we got the gym teacher in on it, and, like, a bunch of other, all the gym teachers came for the wedding, it was so awkward, I literally wanted to die, but it was so funny, everyone's, like, gathered in the gym, we're still playing floor hockey, and James literally just starts yelling out these vows, and he's, like, do you, Chris J., take Morgan to be your lawfully wedded wife? And I was basically like, yeah, I do. And then, you know, he said, like, oh, do you, Morgan, take Chris J. to be your lawfully wedded husband? She's like, I do. And then we just kept playing. And then after we switched, and everyone was like, kiss, kiss. And then we just hugged because we were good Christian children at the time. So no hand-holding until after five years of marriage, you know? So yeah, that was that was my marriage story. But it does not end there because we never live that down, okay? A couple days later, sadly, we got divorced. Yeah, we didn't get into a fight or anything. We were just tired of people making fun of us. So we filed for a divorce. Anyways, about three years later, we were in grade eight. And Morgan and I were asked by the teachers to be like ambassadors for the open house. So after school for like a couple days of like a week when our school was holding an open house for like new parents who were like looking at sending their kids there we would take them on a tour of the school and just kind of tell them a bit about it answer any questions they had and then afterwards we would take them all to the gym for like a reception there'd be like amazing food always donuts and then we'd kind of like sit in the back and so we were sitting in the back like me morgan like a couple other kids and then our marriage, like our grade five marriage got brought up, like just in conversation. And so May Morgan, <laughs> Morgan yells out, oh my God, yeah. Do you remember when we got married? And the teacher who is like in charge just whips her head around and is like, what? And so basically, okay, let me just set the scene real quick. So I was sitting facing Morgan, and Morgan was facing me, and then behind her was this teacher, okay, who I literally love, like, she's such a sweetie, but Morgan couldn't see her there, but I saw her reaction, and she just went, what? And so Morgan's, like, face just goes, oh, my God, like, wide-eyed and everything, and she turns around slowly, and she's just like, oh, um yeah, like, ha, ha in grade five, like, we got married, and she, the teacher, luckily, would just, like, started laughing, because there were definitely a few teachers who would have been like, um, can't do that here, this is Catholic school, but no, this teacher was chill, love her, miss her, made amazing food, but yeah, that was really embarrassing, she went around, and Loki, like, told some of the other teachers, so then it, like, came back, and, like, we had to hear about it again for, like, the next week. But yeah, honestly, that was amazing. I had my first dance with Morgan at a middle school dance. Super cringy. I literally have videos about it because everyone gathered around us in a circle and watched us awkwardly dance to photograph by Ed Sheeran. 10 out of 10 experience, honestly. This next story was, it happened this year, probably like it was closer to the end of the year, like closer to summer. And it was quite scary, honestly. So at lunch, I'd arranged to go hang out with my two friends, Alice and Bernadine. Yeah, Alice and Bernadine. We all originally met in our applied math class, which was honestly amazing. And we actually became pretty good friends. And we'd arranged to go out for lunch together, you know? So we'd all got in my car and we we're like going to like McDonald's or Tim's or wherever. So like we'd gone, got our stuff. Like this, this honestly, it takes place coming back. Like it was in the last like 10 minutes before we went to class where all of this happened. So I don't necessarily have the best um driving history. Like I've never gotten to a crash, never gotten a speeding ticket. Like in that sense, I'm very good. But my friends do sometimes fear for their life in my car, which I don't understand because I am always in control, but apparently they just feel uncomfortable sometimes. So that's on them, honestly. Anyways, I was turning. So there's like this street and then you turn left to get onto the road where our school is. I had to go across an intersection to get there, but I had never gone this way to our school if that makes sense, and so I went into this intersection, and I guess it wasn't for my lane of traffic, people started honking behind me, more specifically, this guy behind me started honking at me very loud and very aggressively, and so, like, I bolted, we, like, went across the intersection, like, totally safe, no cars, like, I made good choices, okay, guys, he also turns, which is, like, fine, because, you know, he was right behind us, you know, we are going down the street, and we're coming up to this stop sign, I, like, go to stop, this guy is not stopping, he is coming closer and closer, he tries to run into the back of us, like, a freaking bumper car, and so I slam the gas, and we go through the stop sign, like, I'd already stopped, this guy does not stop, he's going, he's tailing us, we're almost at the school, and of course, like, I'm not stupid, like, I'm not gonna just let him follow us into our school and, like, know where he goes, like, he he knows what my car looks like, and so I keep going straight, keep in mind, I have to be in class in five minutes, and I am a amazing student, if I'm two minutes late for class, I am freaking out, I have all my homework done all the time, like, I am not late, okay, so we drive past, and we're, like, turning down the street, and I just remember this TikTok that I listened to one time, and it said how, you know, if you want to know if someone's following you, which he was following us, you take three rights or like three lefts, like in a circle, right? And so we did that and he was still following us, still tailing us. So I pull into the school parking lot, not our school, but like a middle school close by. And then I like go through cars and I'm like weaving through and I kind of like lose him or so I thought. We go back to our school And we go, like, I go into the parking lot because he's not following us anymore. I don't know where he went. And we go and park. And then we're walking up to the front door to, like, go into school. And I turn to the left and I see this man's car. And there is no one in it. And so I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, guys, like, that's his car. That's his car. Like, that's his license plate. But he's not in his car. So where is he? I'm thinking that he's going to break into this school, or, like, in my car or something, right? No. We walk into the school, and there is a tall, bald, very scary-looking man standing in the lobby of our school. Yeah, very terrifying. Luckily, he didn't know what he looked like, but I think the part that may have um kind of made him mad was... My friend Alyssa in the back was flipping him off for tailing us and almost hitting us. So definitely didn't help the situation. Loved the energy, loved the intent, but definitely made the situation worse. Luckily, he didn't know what we looked like. So we walked in and we like walked right past him and I was like trying to be normal. And then I just see him talking to like a teacher and he points. And then I think the teacher like made him leave. Like nothing happened and he never, like, called, like, I never got called down on the principals because, like, I did nothing wrong. Keep in mind, this guy is going into a high school and, like, following us. Like, he is totally at fault here. and Like, we never hit him or anything. But I went home and I told my mom, and she's, like, being the, you know, cautious mom. And she's, like, Christian, you need to file a police report. Like, this man could have killed you and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, oh, yeah, like, definitely I will. I never filed a police report because I don't think it was that serious and nothing ever happened again, but definitely a scary story and luckily it turned out okay, but I th- definitely should have brought it to the school's attention or at least told one of the teachers or something because, you know, it is a safety risk, but I mean, nothing happens. So that's, I guess, you know, it all worked out, so we're fine. Now this is a story that happened a couple days ago and I'm going to be telling it from my point of view which is really the only point of view. I got permission from my friend to use her real name in this and so I will be doing so. As many of you know, I think I've talked about this in the past, I joined a rowing team. Very fun, I love it so much, it's very calming. Um, great workout. Like, all the people I row with are super nice. The coaches are very nice. Now that COVID has kind of calmed down where we are, we're allowed to row crew boats, which are basically boats with more than one person. So there's singles, doubles, quads, and eights. Okay, so, like, it's exactly how it sounds. Like, a quad has four people, doubles have two, etc. My friend Leah and I were put in a double together. Now she has like a year's more of experience than me. And I've only been rowing for a few months, even though many people tell me how amazing I am and how I'm basically an Olympian, but it's okay. So this day, the water was kind of, I don't remember. It wasn't that rough, but it wasn't like clear. Okay. But we basically, we rowed like we rode up to this bridge, so it's about I think five kilometers, and then we start from the bridge and it was called Time Trial Wednesday. And so you start at the bridge and then you row three like three kilometers back to this certain point and then you're timed on your time. And so they do a staggered start. So you're not really racing anyone. You're just racing and trying to beat your time from the last week. But Leah and I are very competitive, okay? We will win everything, even if it's just a competition that we've made up in our own heads. So we started second last, and our goal was like, we're going to be first. We're going to pass all these people. It's going to be so good. Our time's going to be amazing. And so we go. We're like rowing, you know, got the first kilometer down. We were passing people, And we're actually going really good, like, we're like, yes, so amazing, Olympics, here we come, and we finally, we get in first place, like, well, (laughs) there is no first place, but we were ahead of everyone, we had passed, I think there were six boats, and we started off fifth, so we had passed, like, four boats, that math may be wrong, I promise I'm actually good at math, but we passed, like, four or five boats, and we were doing so good, Okay, we're about mm, probably like 150 meters away from the finish. And I think, first of all, in rowing, you do a thing where you feather your oars, which is basically they're um, flat kind of against the water. So like they're not rowing like and that's when you go up. And so the oars go back and then you flip them to square your oars. Okay, so they're in the water. And then that's when you row, right? So you pull back. Sometimes, if you don't square all the way, you catch something called a crab, which is basically when you it goes in crooked, and then like your oar can sometimes get like stuck, and like your like flow will kind of get like fucked up. Okay. Usually, like if I get a crab, sometimes like they're fine and like they don't mess it up that much, and you can kind of like they don't go super deep but this this was my first real crab okay and i it's not entirely my fault okay it's really not <laughs> so as we were rowing we were, as like as i said we we're coming up to about the 150 meter mark like we were first place doing really good on our time and the coach like row or not rows he's in like a boat he passes us to go to the finish and I'm, like, rowing up, ready to square my oar. I don't square it all the way. And so then, since we're going so fast, I pull back really hard. And my right side oar goes under. And I've caught a crab. And so I'm, like, pulling. And I think, it was, I, when I say it wasn't entirely my fault, it's because I low-key blame um, <laughs> the coach's wake I don't know if that actually had something to do with it, but we're just going to pretend it did okay. So as the coach went by, it like caught, we like, we got caught in his wake and like I had already had a crab. So then I just think it made it worse. Okay. And then because it was such a bad one, Leah in the back caught one as well. And so our boat was kind of tilted and because it was tilted, the left side oars like slid to the right side and like fell out and then and then and then our boat flipped our boat like completely flipped like we were in the water but it was a little scary because in these boats you're strapped like your feet are strapped in like to velcro so you have to like as you're going under you have to make sure that you like undo your feet and like it's pretty easy to do, but it, it was definitely a little, like, scary in the moment, but, like, Lee and I have been tubing lots together, so we are pros at falling out, okay, and getting back in, but these boats are literally, like, okay, I, I have my hands out right now, and I'm trying to, like, measure, so they're probably, like, th- three or four inches off the water, like, they're really tiny, like, my hips are, like, that's how wide the boat is, okay, and our oars are everywhere and Leah just goes, you've got to be joking. And um, so yeah, so our water bottles were like floating away. We're just like in the water. And then Leah is like, <laughs> she's has her hands on the boat and she's like trying to like swim and flip it. And I'm just like, um, let's like jump, like let's like grab it from the other side and pull rather than push. Cause like we are not pushing on anything. And she's like, yes. And so Leah like grabs the other side and we like pull it over. Our oars are still everywhere. There is so much water in this boat, okay? So then Leah goes to the other side and she's like, I've never gotten to a boat before. And I was like, um, me neither. And so we're like, it's okay. It's just like tubing, we're gonna figure it out. So Leah goes, okay, like I'll stabilize the boat and like Krisha, you can just like try and get in. And so she's like holding it down and I am like crawling in, I move the seat back, and I get in fine, I grab my oars, we're like, we're all good. Now she has to get in. Because she was in the water, using like her weight to stabilize the boat, it was a lot easier, so now, as she was coming in from the other side, I was leaning like right over the edge, trying not to let the boat flip, which was very hard because I, like you could feel the boat was like trying to tip and so I was giving it everything all I could to not let the boat tip keep in mind as this was happening our coach didn't see us flip he just like he just kept going which like isn't his fault he didn't see it so we were kind of like on our own our water bottles were floating away so we like get back in the boat it's all fine the front of the boat is very much being weighed down as it was flooded with water, and so we can't really row very much because it's so tippy. Like these boats are literally tiny. Like there you can't even put your feet in certain spots because like you'll break the boat. Like they are tiny and fragile. So this thing is filled with water so we can barely row without flipping us again. Our water bottles are in the distance and I keep mentioning this because This is one of my favorite water bottles, okay? It's one of those Nike ones that, like, squirts in your mouth. It's it's very nice, okay? I like it. And I did not want to lose it. Luckily, it floats. So, Nike, um, five stars for that. For those of you who know me well, you know that I have a lot of crystals, okay? I get gifted crystals. I love crystals. I believe in crystals, okay? They work, guys. They really do. You just got to make sure they're charged. Anyways... I pull out my crystal from my pocket and I'm like, whew, good thing my crystal's okay. And Leah just goes, are you fucking kidding me? You have your crystal? She's like, well, that's why it went wrong, because I forget what, but like, every time, actually, no, this will come, the crystal will come in again later, okay? She was like, that crystal is bad luck, like, let me throw it in the river. And she was like, holding out her hand, I'm like, no, like, you're not throwing my crystal in the river. Fine, like, I guess, we're gonna call her Brooklyn, okay, she was second, like, she was first, but then we passed her, okay, but then we flipped, so she was first, but she got to the finish line, she told our coach, hey, like, Leah and Chris J flipped, go back and help them, so he came back, and I was like, hey, like, do you want to get my water bottle, so he, like, went looking for my water bottle, and he gives us this, like, tiny little freaking cup, and he's like, okay, bail yourself out, And so we're just, like, sitting there. No one else is in sight now. Everyone was, like, docking. And so we're, like, bailing out our boat with this, like, little cup and, like, throwing it in the water. I feel disgusting. This river is gross. Like, it is disgusting. Like, it's known to have dead bodies. Like, disgusting, okay? So we're, like, bailing out this boat and then we're, like, rowing back. And we are not having it, okay? This is... We are so done. And Leah has already had a bad history with falling in recently because she was, like, walking down the dock with this boat and she, like, went around the corner too fast or, like, something and she just, like, fell off the dock. Then she gets out and then slips and falls back in. She was just really just not happy about falling in again. So we get to the dock and we get out and she changes out of her clothes and I sit in mine for another, like, two hours which... I think it's part of the reason I was a little stuffed up for a little little while there because I don't don't sit in your wet clothes, okay guys? Tip pro tip, okay? Not fun, but it was a really uh funny experience and if you are a rower, you really aren't like initiated into the team unless you flip, okay? And usually you flip when you're docking and like pushing off from the dock, not when you're like rowing. And so that is when I officially felt like I belong. I found my place. And it was amazing. Honestly, it was so much fun. Like it wasn't scary. And I'm glad it happened to us. And I'm so happy that it happened with Leah. Honestly, amazing time. Love you. Mwah. Speaking about Leah, this next story also involves Leah and my crystal, which brings me good luck and, you know, love and courage and confidence, but I don't know, maybe it's like taking hers away or something, I don't know. So was, I'm pretty sure it was the day after, and Leah texts me, she's like, hey, do you want to go to a bush party? Which, I don't know if this is like a thing all over the world, but where I live, um, kids basically go into the middle of nowhere, light a huge fire, and then party. So yeah, that's, that's it, a bush party is exactly what it sounds like. It's a party in the middle of the bush. I have never been to a bush party before. I've always wanted to go to a bush party. And so I was like, um, yeah, yeah, I want to go. And she's like, awesome, Brooklyn's coming too. And I was like, yes, yes, like me, you, Brooklyn, it's going to be amazing. And I was going to meet her, up, like her best friend. We're going to call her Amy, okay? Who I had heard so much about. I was so excited to meet her. And she was amazing. Spoiler alert, literally love you, Amy. Now, I was kind of surprised that Brooklyn was coming, so happy, but like, she's literally so sweet, love her so much. But, like, she's not really a drinker or, like, a partier, you know? So I was like, yes, like, Brooklyn, we're going to go to this party. It's going to be so good. And so Leah, Brooklyn, Amy, and I were going to meet at Leah's house. And we're all going to go to this party together. And so we, like, met her house. We were, like, all talking with, like, Leah's mom and stuff. And it was about 1030 at this point, okay? Now, I was wearing my party outfit, which is like a short, like shorts, and a purple mesh top, which I look freaking amazing in, okay? It was probably not the best decision for the weather, as it was quite cold out, and I refused to put on a sweater, which I still live by, because I look good in that So, we're driving to this party, and, like, we meet up with this girl in the parking lot who's, like, driving us to this party, because we don't know where it is. Honestly, if you ask me where it is now, I could not tell you. I do not know. We were driving down this, like, gravel road, which is one of the worst gravel roads I have ever seen in my entire life. It was literally terrible, okay? So, we're driving down this gravel road, and we kind of see, like, lights up ahead of, like, cars. We're like, okay, like, that's where it is. And so we're driving up, we're about to park, and there's a train track that we have to drive over, which is, like, fine. But I guess Leah was a little too far off to the right. And so we drive over this train track, and the car just goes, boom, and then you hear a poof. And then the car just feels really weird. And so then this girl from our school, who literally, she appears out of nowhere when like shit goes down okay like if something is happening or there is drama this girl will appear this is the only time that entire night I saw her I literally did not see her again so like I swear she's like some magical drama being or something so she appears out of nowhere and she's just like oh my god Leah your tire popped oh my god it's literally flat and so Leah's like what the actual fuck we get out of the car, and she, like, kind of, like, parked because we were, like, right there. And we look at the tire. This tire is, like, co- like not just, like, a little flat. Like, it has fully burst. Like, you can see the metal. It is, like, going into the ground. Like, high, the gravel is higher than the wheel. It is horrible. We, we are not driving home. Like, we cannot drive home. Luckily, we took a few cars to get there because, like... Um, Amy and her boyfriend took a different car so like it it was fine but you know these parties can be a little sketchy and you don't want to leave your car there so we're like okay like we'll probably have to call her parents so our friend who directed us there and like found the place was directing us like we we walked along this train track for what felt like 10 minutes I swear And then all of a sudden, she just starts walking into the bush. And so we're like, oh, okay. So then we're walking in the bush for like another five minutes. You just see this like kind of light in the distance. And as we go closer, you just hear people and then there's light. And we're like, oh my God, this is it. So we get there and there's not too much people because we kind of got there just as it started. But there was a huge fire. It seemed kind of fun. But like I know Leah, I'm pretty sure she's been to a few like other parties and like bush parties before but this was my first so I didn't really know what to expect and Leah was kind of like oh like there's not many people here and I know the people who were there they were mostly like hockey boys you know like they were the ratio of like guys to girls was like 20 to 1 okay like me and like my group of girls and me were like that was that was the biggest group of girls there and then, like, after, like, 50, ten minutes later, like, a bunch came, and there was, like, more people, and it was super fun. But it didn't really last, okay? From, like, I wasn't, it wasn't that much fun, okay? It was honestly kind of overrated, but I did hear from all of my friends who I went with. They were like, oh, yeah, like, that was kind of a poopy bush party. But let me just tell you a little bit about the shenanigans that uh, went on at this so-called poopy bush party, Okay. First of all, this fire was insane. Like, so hot. And boys being boys took sticks and were, like, lighting them on fire. Keep in mind, I found out later that this was a rookie party. And so, I guess, like, whatever hockey team was there, their rookies were being, like, rookied. And so, I like, I'm... They took these sticks that were on fire and (laughs) pulled down these, like, rookies' pants and, like, wound up and would hit them with these sticks that were on fire. Like, not not just, like, a little tap, like, full-on, like, running start. And so they'd be, like, getting these guys to, like, pull down their pants and, like, let them hit them with these burning sticks. And me and my friends are just standing there, like what is this like what is going on this is so weird why are they doing this and I felt bad because one of the guys was literally he did it and he clearly did not want to and then he was almost in tears like he was almost crying and I was just scared they were gonna like think I was there but I mean from what I was wearing I definitely um definitely did not look like a rookie okay And so you would just like see these guys and they're like, they would literally have ashes on their butt from like how many times there's this one kid, he literally went at it like 10 times, like the whole night, he just kept going and going. And it was like, okay, you like this, like you're, he was a little weird for that. Okay. Like, I don't know. It was a little strange, but we kind of got bored. And so we left and we all were heading back. And I'm like, oh my god, like, the crystal didn't work tonight, like, didn't find anyone, but I, at least that felt good, you know? And Leah just goes, you brought that crystal again? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, crochet. no wonder all this happened, no wonder my tire popped. And she was just, like, going off, and was, like, about how the crystal was, like, giving the bad luck, and so now... I'm not allowed to bring it when I'm around her, <laughs> so, but yeah, I actually felt bad for her, because she phoned her parents to come during the party, and so she left for, like, over half of it, and, like, her parents are in, like, medicines, so, like, they work crazy hours, and I don't know, I they were not too happy with her, but, like, it wasn't her fault, like, it wasn't her fault, but yeah, it all worked out, and then we went to bed at her house, And then she woke up in the morning and made us all crepes, and they were amazing. So, like, Leah, thank you for that. I'll be coming over for breakfast um, as a normal thing, and I hope you like that. But, yeah, that was my first bush party experience, and it was honestly... I would say a 6 out of 10. It was a good time. I made some new friends with some random people, which was very exciting. But... Yeah, that was pretty much it. Oh, also, yesterday night, let me just tell you about a little story. little little stuff that happened. It was actually kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So we are like, driving my friend. We had my friend over for the day. And so me, we're going to call her Brina and Dawson, okay? So me, Brina, and Dawson were driving Dawson back home. And we stopped in this McDonald's parking lot to, like, just eat McDonald's, as one does. And we, like, met up with some of our other friends. And so we're, like, all hanging out in this parking lot. And then this car full of guys pulls up. And they get out. And Beck's, like, oh, this is the guy, like, I told you about. She recently had told me about this guy that she met going to this other party that she went to. And she was... um not fully aware and she'd fallen down a field and this guy like came and picked her up and she was like oh my god Krishay like when he picked me up he was so strong like oh and so she was like oh this is the guy this is the guy it was actually kind of funny because that same guy had been talking to Leah so you know kind of a cute little love triangle very funny but he like comes out with like his friends and he's like in the military and he was just like kind of awkward and like quiet and I was like, ooh, geez, like, she kind of overhyped him, like, he's fine, but, like, I don't know, very, he just wasn't saying anything, and so he just goes, oh, I'm gonna go pee, and so he's, like, walking over to my car, and I, my friend, uh, Dawson was like, oh my god, is he, like, gonna, like, break into your car or something, I'm like, no, like, he's fine, he goes in front of my car, he, like, pulls down his pants, in the middle of the parking lot, like, there are people around, there's, like, a group of, like, other kids coming, like, on their, like, cool dude bikes and everything, and he just starts peeing in the parking lot in front of my car, and we're all just like, what? Like, the the confidence of this man, like, what the heck? And so he finishes up, just goes back into his car, gets, like, the boys back in the car, and we're, like, talking, and then he leaves. And we're just like, Brina, why do you like him? That's a little strange. Like, what the heck? (laughs) So then we, like, go in front of the McDonald's, because the girls had to go to the washroom, and... Me and Dawson were, like, sitting there, and then this, like, group of, like, middle schoolers, maybe, like, early high school, like, grade nine, there was, like, a group of them out front, probably, like, eight boys and, like, two girls, okay, and these girls, they were low-key pick-me girls, you could tell that they were pick-me girls, okay, they were, they, like, brought their bike pump, and they were, like, oh my god, like, we had our window down so we could hear, and, like, we were just watching this whole conversation, and they're like, oh my god, like, our bike tire is so low, like, can you pump it up for us? Like, it's just so hard to, like, pump it up, because, you know, we're just so weak, and, like, blah, blah, And it's so, like the boys were, like, pumping it up or whatever, and, like, we were, like, playing embarrassing music, just to, like, be funny or whatever. And they, like, were looking at us, and it was just, it was just so weird, but it was so funny to, like, watch them interact, because that was totally us when we were their age, you know? And just looking back at it, it's like, oh my god, that is so embarrassing. So yeah, it just, honestly, that was a pretty fun night. We, like, drove Dawson home. We went home. I was, like, so tired. Brina was ready to party. Um, But yeah, she, honestly, if I ever have a guest on the podcast, I should get her on because I feel like that would be so much fun. I am definitely working on getting... A bigger setup for you guys so that I can have guests and that will be so much fun I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's stories I know I really enjoyed telling them I love you so much DM me if you have any questions that you want answered or even if you just really like the episode just hit me up and just be like hey that was an amazing episode or hey great podcast and I'll be like thank you I love you thanks so much Bye, homos,